All right, everybody. So here we are. Welcome back to the Last Choice Podcast. It is Sunday. What is today? January 16th, 9 o'clock Central Time. We are live every Sunday at 9 o'clock. You've got myself, which is the JT3, James the Third, and you've got US Bobber, Mr. Jay Noller down there, who we've converted from the PlayStation Dark Side to the Xbox family. He's still in denial. And then, of course, the always exciting, very knowledgeable Mr. Ender the Bull. How is it? How are you guys doing? Everybody good? Hanging in there. Uh, congratulations on your Cincinnati Bengals finally getting out of their own damn way and re- and the referees bailing them out and giving them a touchdown and everything else that went along with your first uh, first first ever win in your lifetime. Pretty close. Okay, listen, before we get into the video game talk here, I just want to say <laughs> Ender, I can't stress this enough, and my fiance can attest to this. I had to watch the end taking my son back home. So I stopped at the stop sign right to, right before pulling up into her driveway because I get a text message, oh, you must be getting nervous. And I was like, nervous? I thought we had this game won. We were getting the ball back at four minutes to go. So I turn it on on my phone. I'm like at the stop sign like 100 yards from pulling into her driveway. And I was like, well, there's 20 seconds. I got to watch this. And all I thought to myself was, this couldn't be more Bengals than right now. They've led and dominated the entire game, and here we go. We're going to let them tie it up, and then we're going to lose in overtime, and there was no business for the Raiders to even be in that game at the end. I was like, this is like classic Bengals. Here we go again. But they didn't. They pulled off an interception, and I literally felt an emotion that I've never felt before because I was happy, I was excited, and I cried. But it was like this, like just like, angry cry for a moment that I had like F off to all my Patriot buddy fans that have been running their mouth all the time. F off to all my buddies that are Raiders fan. Literally F off to everyone that does nothing but talk trash about Ohio. I was like, you know what? I've waited 31 damn years to brag. So today I'm at tonight. I'm at dinner. Bunch of cowboy fans are there. They're all sad. And I was like, Oh man, it's tough when you play real good teams in the playoffs instead of playing a bunch of cupcakes all year. And they were like, whoa, you went. I was like, yeah, you're damn right we win one playoff game and I'm running my mouth. I've waited 31 years to run my mouth so you could all suck it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're, you're comparing the Cincinnati Bengals beating a team with an interim head coach as the great playoff like no, measuring just, stick. No, I'm just saying that we like, won. I'm saying, but it is, it is, a lot of people say that, I don't. I mean, a lot of people were picking San Francisco to beat the Cowboys because they kept saying, "I don't know if really Dallas is that good." They've really not anyone that was good that they played in the regular season. Well, I mean, the killed. NFC East is not it's a joke. I mean, <laughs> last year six wins <laughs> made the playoffs. I mean, I'm not. I mean, yeah, like come and on. You're a fan of of a team in that division. I'm right? not so, a fan. I just live there. <laughs> like, you know, like live, it's just I live in it, Dallas. And I like Zeke, so I, you know I. I, I mean, you grew bit, up. But. You grew up with with like. You didn't grow up a Washington football fan. You grew up not a Dallas fan. And you yeah. grew up a. You know, like, ah, uh, who gives a shit about the the Giants? And at the end of the day, it's like it's Philly. I can't like anything in Philly. So, being from DC, you just kind of had that East Coast city. Yeah that you're going with and it's just you just weren't a fan of anyone else and you happen to be able to go to those games and then you heard the history of the 80s like you like everyone's reliving the 80s and everything through you so you're just like oh you know okay we'll go there and then 
we had a decent team in the 2000s. Yeah, like everything was good in the 2000s, and then it just you know it just imploded and became you know fantasy football picks. I mean, you had the you had the one year when you when you guys brought back Joe Gibbs for his ceremonial parade coaching season, and the team was good then. (laughs) Well, I mean, there was when when we had Sean Taylor and uh, even like Sean Taylor, Jason Campbell. You had Cooley on the team, like you had a decent squad there. Um, Alfred Morris was the running back. You had, um, you know, Kerrigan was there still. So, I mean, you had a good team that came through. Um, my, my issue with there is you never gave a quarterback more than two years and you never gave a coach more than one. Yeah. And like, how are you ever going to do anything? Cause you trotted RG three out there with like half a leg against one of the best defenses ever created and got I him mean, shredded. I never, I never, I never thought he was going to be anything. I, I, I was a Jason he Campbell fan for, for a long time. Like, I don't know why we ever got rid of him. Cause he was, he was going to be good if someone gave him a shot. I mean, RG three was RG three was good until you guys. Ruin his life until they peg legged his ass out there and then he got shredded. Man, it was bad. It's almost it's like he had already gotten hit twice already in <laughs> in college. He's already blown out both knees in college it's, already. It's almost like your franchise likes ruining quarterbacks' lives, not just their careers. So my dad was at that game uh when, when with the broken leg game. The Alex he Smith was game? there. No, no, no. He was there for the oh, original the broken one. leg <laughs> game. Yeah. Oh wow! Uh, he said you could hear the crack in the stadium, oh. and it got quiet. Because uh, so this was this was back in our RFK stadium, so you weren't in the new one, so it was a lot smaller. Um, so and you you were much more intimate. You were right on the field there. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was not good. But again, we grew up with our uh, with the hype of the '80s, and then um, it just. I mean, it just fell, and at least we, you know, for me, I'm a baseball fan, so like getting the baseball to like once we got the Nationals, I was I was more of a Nationals fan following that. Yeah. Um. Once once baseball season's over, sports pretty much over for me. I mean, do like, you feel you know, good about taking the the heart and soul of Canada and putting it in our nation's capital? Yeah. You stole their team. You're like the Baltimore. They they sold their team because they loved it so much. <laughs> I'm it's all right. They won't be it. playing baseball this season anyway. So I mean, you know, like, this conversation's no, kind of like pointless. Yeah. I mean, they didn't play. They didn't play in uh, Canada last year. They played. Uh, they where did they play? They played in like Buffalo or something. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember well, where the where the Blue Jays played. And nobody's going to be playing this year. Yeah, I don't know no. if they're going to come to an agreement. That's no. Sure. You will. I I mean. I'm all for putting out the uh, let's put the replacement players out and let's see what we can do. Is this your call? Is this, is this could this be your return to baseball? My return? Could you no, be the my Shane return. Falco of the my, Nationals. My 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 return ended at the when, when the knee went out. Like that, <laughs> that that all, that all happened Sentinels. all at one one time. Watching the Sentinels would be amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so we do talk a little bit about gaming here. So let's jump over. We'll leave the we'll leave the sports behind, and screw everyone that that talks about a whistle in the Bengals game. Nobody heard it. Touchdown's good. Bengals move on. Everyone heard so, it. Listen, no one heard it. Um, but speaking <laughs> of people that are uh, denying and and pulling out, the famous cheat developer. Something I didn't do. The famous cheat developer. 
that kind of controls all the first person shooters, Battlefield, Call of Duty. They're a big deal. Uh, Jay, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Ender brought it to my attention. Battlefield, we all wanted it to be good, and it's just not good. And apparently, we need it to be good. Let's be honest. We need competition. <laughs> well, Ender, Ender can elaborate on this, but apparently Battlefield is so bad that the, the, the cheat developer pulled out support for the game because there's no one playing it to buy their cheats. So... It's not 100% true. It's actually worse than that. Hey, Mrs. Shadow so, and anyone else in the uh, chat, thanks for, thanks for joining us. If so, you guys so have any it, questions, feel free to jump in. So it's actually it's actually worse than, than what you just said there. So um, if anybody follows it, it's Tom Henderson. Uh, he's the one that kind of broke the story. He follows a lot of the just esports and different things um, like that. And the... Cheat provider, uh, I want to say their name is like Panfario or something like that. Um, I don't know. They change their names every other day just to like, because they have to, um, <laughs> get from getting shut down. So who knows who it is today? But basically, they sent out a tweet saying that they were going to drop the support for Battlefield 2042, not because of the gamer base going down. But because of the instability of the game is making their cheats not work. Not because of anti-cheat, but because the game is running so bad that the cheats don't work. They Wait. don't. <laughs> so there's a lot of insults, right? So there's like, it didn't really hit projections. Uh, the game sucks, like not a big player base. Is this the first time that like the insult was so bad that the even the cheaters, like essentially the criminals, were like, yes. "Good God, this place is so terrible. We can't even show up." No, it's it's not that they can't show up. It's that when I do show up, my cheat doesn't work the way I expect it to work because your performance is so bad that it's laggy and my aimbot still doesn't work because of the server ping lag and all the other bullshit that's going on <laughs> that I I'm paying for this thing. That's not there. So, so no one's going to the game and then it started because the performance was so bad. People started falling off, not playing the game. So the player base isn't there. So there's no point in them continuing to, to, su to support the game, but it was the initial reason wasn't because of no player base. It was, we literally have no stability in our cheats. Boom. <laughs> Problem that is, solved. That is, we like, now who needs an anti-cheat? Wait, we now figured out why Call of Duty sucks so hard. Because they were going on the same mentality of like, look, if we make it just an absolutely dog shit game, the it cheaters will just... Yeah, they'll just leave. None of their cheats are going to work because we just make it so unstable that nobody nobody gets involved on the other side. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just one of the ones where I read it, and I'm like, am I being trolled here? Is this really happening? So then I looked up, like, three or four more articles, and it's like, no, this is this is legit here. Like, That uh, is terrible. No one is following this up at all. I'm thinking I'm, a, I'm the only one here. Everyone's leaving me. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was pretty insane, and I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, like, what that says moving forward but i i think that's the nail in the coffin for any game is 
the cheaters don't want to cheat in your game because it's not worth it anymore. I mean, it's almost so bad. that sounds like such a. I mean, I guess their marketing campaign can can now be, we don't have any cheaters. We don't have any players. <laughs> we have no player base. I mean, it's. But then I guess on the other side, you could say like. Being a fan of Call of Duty. Now, I'm not a fan of the product they put out now because of certain gameplay mechanics I don't like. Yeah. Let's call it. I know people that like them and that are happy with them. I know people that that are not. I'm one that did not like the mechanic change that they did. But at least the game is still playable. At least the game is still stable enough to have people there. And it's got a player base enough to where people still want to spend their money to cheat at it yeah. because there's so much involved with it. So it's like, at least that's still there. And they're not in the situation of battlefield because like, what, what do you do if you're battlefield? Just start over, just be like, okay, let's scrap it. And let's just build another. What do you do? Like you almost destroyed your reputation I mean, yeah. now, even for the next one. I mean, for battlefield and, and dice, I mean what they were, they're not making another battlefront. So they're solely battlefield now. Do they have anything else in the works? Are they making any other kind of projects? Are they a part of I mean, the Avatar? They have some mobile games no, out Ava- there. Ubisoft is is doing the Avatar. What is Dice doing other than I don't Battlefield know. now? I know they have some mobile games, but other than that, I, I don't. I, I don't can't know. wait until the I can't wait until the next game comes out and their slogans like Battlefield what thirty fifty two. It couldn't be worse than the last one. <laughs> and like, that would be that would actually be the best slogan they had. I think I would try I mean, it. Just they own did it. such a good job promoting Just this own game it. and doing fan service. They Their trailer was amazing. Everything about the hype of this game, they nailed it. I mean, their marketing team should all be given a race or go work for another company. They but, can't. But the game, There's no money. <laughs> the game is just, I mean... It's dog shit. It's not good. I, I don't know... <laughs> And I know it got delayed back. I don't know. I, I mean, how this is one of those cases where it's like, is EA an evil company because they forced them to put this game out too soon? Or did they just not make a good game? And it's actually a, a, on this game. Is, is this a game where you can blame that the development team just did not put a good game together? I mean, I think you've had enough time to show improvement in the game from the development team if it was a rust launch because the development team would know what they needed to do to fix it. This felt like we put out a product that was great. And when they got to scale, it just fell apart on them and they didn't know why I think they were running internal games and testing and they never got it to scale to the point to where it was going to be stable. And someone dropped the ball. Like someone dropped the ball on what the scale of the game was going to look like. Because when you're talking about not even being able to load into matchmaking, that's a scale issue. Like that's a not being able to handle the traffic and and route people to the right server issue or not having a server available for them. Um, Different places there. And if your development team already knew that, you'd be able to hotfix that pretty fast. Yeah, you would think. But this is like, we're going on a year 
Are we almost a year into this game? No, where no, it's no, still... no. It just came out November or whatever. No, but I'm even talking about from when they put out the beta where we're like, you've got right. to start oh, yeah. fixing this. Yeah. Like, these are problems that were in the beta that made it to the launch. Yeah. And they I... never changed anything. They didn't change anything well, between the two. You know, maybe EA uh, kind of stepped outside of it since it couldn't just uh, change the names and jersey colors. Um, they actually had to develop an actual game that they, uh, you know, just dropped the ball on it. They've gotten too complacent with Madden and FIFA and all this other shit where it's just a reskin and same slop going out next week. And, uh, you know, they're not used to having to build something from the ground up again. Yeah, I mean, it's such a... I mean, sometimes I feel... I, I It's like I almost feel bad for them, right? With no. with them with them no just bad in a sense like they blew it they in my opinion they blew it you've got you already know Call of Duty's going back to World War Two and the hardcore shooters or the casual shooter people that will literally like someone like me and UJ will bounce to whatever is popular right we will bounce to whatever is popular that we're playing PUBG right now because we hate Warzone there's really no other battle royale that we enjoy playing PUBG is, has become the thing we enjoy right now so you and I are the casual person that are bounced Ender is very hardcore he already admitted no matter what he's gonna buy the next Call of Duty he's the sucker he, he knows it and there's those people but there's the the majority of my opinion that 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 these games need to grab are the casual the one that will bounce to whatever one is the popular one at the time like us so with it going to World War II and knowing that the casual person doesn't really want that. And then the fact that Caldera came out and it just is not good. Caldera Battle Royale is just not good. That Warzone is just not good spot. Like they had every opportunity in the world to capitalize and basically kind of reclaim their what they consider their glory. And instead, it fell to Halo that doesn't even have any kind of like, I mean, big team. I mean, so it's worse. Wrong. So it's worse than this. And it's worse than that. Even I just posted in there because I I, I wanted to bring this uh, oh, to light to you and go. everyone. And I know I know, Jay, you can't see this, but Battlefield was so bad that Farm Simulator 22 has more active players than Battlefield does. And it had more active players than Battlefield six days after its release. No, no. 100% true. Wow. There's the stats. I posted it in there. Farming Simulator has more active players than Battlefield 2042 does right now. Had a better launch than that happened. And people don't even know the game <laughs> exists. <laughs> so that tells you how bad they did and it's legitimate like you know I, I i've looked up multiple places and yes they're that the top selling game farming simulator 22 Jay. in week 70 47 here's the other also, crazy thing how much of a missed opportunity is not having a battle royale in halo right now because essentially all of your competition just tripped and fell on their face at the same time in essentially the same quarter. And if Halo had had a battle royale, I think it would have been an absolute, it, it would have so been a knockout blow. So it, it could have been, but I think yeah. what they might have be doing um, is one, they literally just don't ever want to do that. Like it's just not a direction yeah. they're going to go. Or two, they might be doing the Call of Duty shit. route. Shit, we better not put out a shit game, so let's take our time. 
I mean, like, right. let's make sure this thing is perfect before we do anything stupid. And and you know what I like what Call of Duty did with Warzone is they learned some of the battle royals that came and went, and they rushed them. So Call of Duty released Modern Warfare. Everyone loved it. Everyone loved the multiplayer again. They got players to come back to Call of Duty that had left forever. Players like me, players like UJ. And then, what was it? March, April, or May or whatever, six, seven months later, they released Warzone, and it ran smooth right out of the gate. They had some stuff that was that was tough as as people learned how to play a faster battle royale, but but they kept the player base all the way through it. So if you now what I what you would hope if like you just said in there if Halo's gonna do a battle royale, we talked about this on our on our game show on Wednesday night on around the Discord that one, I don't really want 343 to do it. If you're gonna do it, just make it separate. Don't do learn from Call of Duty's mistakes right now that I understand Two years ago or whatever, when this game came out, we all thought that integrating every Call of Duty into Warzone was going to be really cool. And now you see all the problems that they have trying to do that, where I kind of just wish Warzone was its own thing. So hopefully if Halo is doing it behind the scenes, it's not 343. It's a different, a separate team. And it, it it's just a separate game. So you could have integrated all the Call of Duties together. If you didn't, the the mistake that they made was trying to change the underlying engine that they were using. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to combine the two engines from the two dev studios. And they were not compatible with each other. They didn't run the same way. They didn't even have, like, you could go back. Um, if you pull up uh, True Game Data, he did a ton of research on this way back when they first started talking about it between uh vanguard and uh modern warfare and how even the damage hit count didn't add up yeah the multipliers were different everything underlying and how the math was done was different uh bloom was a problem uh you you had all this stuff and that's why i think you see the weapon separation in the game still yeah well, you can only use certain weapons here. You can't use it there. I think you see that separation because the underlying engine just did not work for what they did. Now, the way they could have done it is just made them skins. Here is the pack of skins that makes it look like you're playing Verdansk or you're playing, uh, not Verdansk, but a Vanguard. Yeah. And here is the weapons pack. They may not handle the same, but we're not the pros that are playing for tons of money, so we don't really give a shit about how the guns handle if they're a little bit different between the two games. I don't care. Just make the games on the platform that you have. Make the guns look like the way they're supposed to look like and give me a gun pack and give me all of these skins that I'm going to go buy anyway and that, that make it look like that. Yeah, Boom, and, I'm done. And, and I didn't touch the game. I didn't change anything. Correct. And, and give me a map that I don't run uphill on. <laughs> and, and you yeah. know, I learned Third that circle, with... Uphill. with with Call of Duty Cold War, what really frustrated me is I like to play Warzone more than I do multiplayer. But I do like to run the multiplayer with the boys, you know, have it have a night and everyone's jumping in and having a good time. But when you played multiplayer in Modern Warfare, you were playing with the same guns, with the same engine. Everything about the game was playing the same way at Warzone. So if I wanted to mm-hmm. practice a specific gun, okay, I don't mind playing multiplayer tonight. I want to work on this light machine gun, level it up. And I want to practice with it because I'm not good with it in Warzone. And it's starting to become the meta this season. So let me just run some multiplayer games. You couldn't do that in Cold War. You could level up the gun to use in Warzone, but it didn't play the same. 
nothing about the game, like you said, the engine, nothing about the game played the same. So then when you took that, you got good at a sniper in, in Cold War, but then you brought it into Warzone, you couldn't hit the side of a barn because the whole thing played completely differently. Yeah, but again, you didn't break my gameplay in, in Warzone, so I didn't care. No, right. I got you. Okay, got you. it's it gonna just, it's it gonna change it a little bit. It was a little frustrating. Yeah. And I could tell the integration was wrong, but you they at that time they said, you know what? It's different. We don't have time to do it. We're just gonna we're just gonna map this in with what we currently have and yeah. just tell everyone they're different. But it like, makes me less likely to want to buy the next iteration of Call of Duty if it's not gonna play the same as Warzone, if that's where I'm gonna put all my time. Yeah, I, I no think they to buy that. They're also trapped, and that's where I think Halo is in a better spot right now, and they just proved this with their last LAN event um, in competitive. They had the best numbers that they've ever had in in competitive watch in this last last event. Now, granted, I think there was like 97 COVID cases, and they're never going to do another LAN event this year because how sick everybody got. Um, but they have they kept the game and the multiplayer game the same for the pros. And the same for the casual player. There's no difference in the game. Whereas Call of Duty has always had the Modern Warfare engine, which runs better for your casual player. And then they've always had the Black Ops, which the pros have always liked better. Because you've always had these two separate engines that you've been running every other game. And you look at the pros and they're like, oh, I like every other game. Yep. And now the pros are really liking Vanguard. They didn't really like the last one, Cold War. And now they're liking it again. So every other time you have that, just pick an engine, yep. port every game over to it, and tell your dev studio, if you want to build this AAA title and make a shit ton of money doing it, you're going to port your game over to this engine, and you're going to do it because that's what our fan base wants. Yeah. Well, and it's just like you're bu you're building a car, right? And it would be like a, the Ford Motor Company putting an F-150 out in 2020 and then Toyota engineers coming over and putting out a Ford F-150 in 2021. And then the Ferrari guys coming over and putting out it. It's just it's the same look. You It's badged in F-150, but it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't. Yeah, and that's why, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know the Toyota just, one ran better. The Ferrari one broke down, and the Ford eh, it sold a lot. Yeah, and nobody could afford the Ferrari one. Um, but you know, it's uh, but it's just really dick. interesting. That they wouldn't pick just one because now, if you're going to go every other year and you're doing the things that kind of integrate and bridge the games, you've got uh, Warzone, you've got the multiplayer, you've got all these things that have to integrate. It's, I mean, why on earth would you continue to switch back and forth? Just pick the best chassis and just build everything on top of it. And you're absolutely right. Like, it's easy for, you know, the owners of Call of Duty to sit there and go, look, here it is. Are you in or out? Oh, we're in. Okay, perfect. They'll bitch and complain about it. But at the end of the day, there's way too many zeros on the end of those checks for them to walk away. So... Ender and Jay, what's your what's your opinion? What what does Call of Duty do here? They just they just suck it up and and deal with it until they come out with a new, another new map and the next Modern Warfare Two comes out and we go back to modern weapons and 
I think you got to try to salvage some of your player base right now and get a little bit of it turned around. I think there are things they can fix. Um, I think, think the there's answer a is just giving a map option and bringing Verdance back. For the I think boost. that is that I think that, is that will the biggest temper- white flag though. <sighs> Is that just tuck and tail and just being like, ah, damn it. Like, I mean, and just walk it away. It's one of those things I've always been confused with because every other battle Royale that they're competing with has multiple maps you can play. So I never understood the entire whole thing. We're just going to have one map. I don't get that, but I also, think the map is so shit that I probably would just back out of it each time I got it and did not play it anyway. So I don't know how much you'd be hurting the gameplay there. I know there's some people that like it or not like it. I don't think that's the fix that they have to go to. I think you can make some map changes there uh, just off of, you're not going to get rid of the uphill downhill running. Like obviously yeah, you you're can. not going to be able you to explode the volcano and flatten out everything. So you could, you could do that, but Why not let's, just say, let's just say, let's just, Let's just say they're not going to do some random event yet to flatten it out. What you can do is actually just start to change more of the models in between on the side of the hills to have maybe a hut and not 17 different uh, like flower pots for you to fucking hide in like Mario, like hide in a flower pot, you know, like different things and different cover in between. Um, I think you could do it with the density, some density issues, some lighting issues that they have in there. You could do it subtly and make the game feel and play better. But overall, the guns are broken. They don't feel right. They don't shoot right. Bloom is full of shit. It's still there. And then you continue, you continue to make paid for content, make players invisible. You continue to all of a sudden break scopes so there is no glint on the scope. Those were problems you had when it first came out and you still have them. No, I do. I do want to give. Uh, I learned this a little bit. I'm a big Destiny player for years, played Destiny for a long time. And a lot of people would complain about different things broken in the game. Why did you release this? You know, I can buy this new gun or I can buy this, but you can't, can't fix this. The person designing the new gun and the, the blueprints and the skins is not someone developing for the game. That's a completely different, like that is a person's job is to make skins and, you know, paid content. They're not in there trying to fix the game, but I understand your point that yeah, like, but- you keep pushing this out. Like stop putting like at least oh, well, my, but you don't have any Q&A I, testers because you fired you got rid of them all. Here's where I would say like destiny might be different, but if 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 you're building a skin and it's breaking a key functionality in the game, yeah, I agree that they should test it. I just mean that the person making the skin. I understand. I also understand that you're not going to see those issues until you test at scale. There's a scaling issue there, but this is a triple A title. That makes the most money out of anyone out there right now. So they need a do they need a test server? They have one. I know they have one. They, no, their no, data no, farm that shit all the time. 
a a just a like where you can all sign up. All of us, we can all sign up for it. Your stats don't count. Nothing counts. It's just you get to test out things they're thinking. So about World of Warcraft did that. So you have the 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 um, PUBG has that. So that's the the test realm. So you have the test realms and things like that where you can have just a massive group go in there and play. Um, your issue with that is you are basically giving your uh, like we just talked about cheaters. The chance to go in there and break everything down, find all of your mistakes. You can patch it faster, but you're giving them ways around. You're also opening yourself up to a lot of data mining issues. Um, I don't know if they necessarily need that piece. I think they just need better quality control of the patches that they're rolling out there. And they need a faster way of rolling rolling back. or No, no one rolls back anymore, but rolling forward with, with hot fixes. I think this whole thing of like, we'll get to it later. We'll get to this later. We'll get to it later. No, just hot fix it. Like move forward, roll forward, fix your problem and move forward. And they're clearly making enough money. Getting rid of all those Q&A testers was a joke because everyone knows how much money Warzone's bringing in every month. You're acting like you have a salary. You know, you can't pay people's salaries or you're losing money, but they're making so much money. They should hire more people to. Well, I mean, I, at the end of the day, through. I don't. At the end of the day, none of us actually know what they they lost or didn't right. lose to the whole COVID issue. Like you don't you don't know what that was. You also don't know we lost. What do you think we were I doing? Mean, why we were stuck dude, at home? Buying real estate. Kids. The the amount of fucking real estate that that is paid by these guys that aren't being filled right now, that they're paying and that is getting astronaut. I mean, think about San Francisco and all the the damn mandates that they have to go through and government money they've had to pay and all the fines they're about to get with all this stuff. Like they've been paying lobbyists behind the door. To keep these things running. Listen, what they have to pay the for their self-inflicted sexual assault cases on Activision is also not my problem. Fix your game. Well, I, but, at, but at the end of the day, you have to take all of that into account and say, well, I don't think the heads of all of these groups are really focused on quality control. I think they're focused on CYA. And let me go ahead and keep, hopefully keep everybody happy. And if I lose a bunch of player bases, well, you know, it's like the Halo mentality. Let's go just dust the chief off again. Let's dust off Modern Warfare 2. And, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and do it all over again and see what happens. I mean, it's kind of Modern Warfare 3 hit and you could feel like they were starting to lose their play their player base. So they leaned on the Black Ops you know, in the Treyarch studio for years. And it was the same. Oh, this game's not that good, but we have a Black Ops Black Ops game coming. So we're fine. Treyarch's got that game. And then the Sledgehammer was has always kind of been, in my opinion, the... I know a lot of people like Advanced Warfare, but it's not really up there for the fanfare. And then Infinity War tried to swing a home run and finally followed suit with the joke that we'd eventually be in space. And that game was... That game completely turned me off. So... They had Ghost and then the one that sent us in space, and those were both horrible. And now Treyarch, in my opinion, they had had a home run with Blackout, but they pissed off a bunch of the player base by not having a, a proper campaign. They were the first one to do that, and they were like, oh, it's because we made Blackout, which I liked. I, I That was their first kind of go into the battle royale. Yeah, right but now. I really don't give a shit and about now, pissing the people off with a campaign. No, but I'm saying like, I, I now, care less now Treyarch is not the great anymore and you just said it now it's like okay infinity words back to be in their top studio and treyarch wasn't very good and sledgehammer wasn't very good again so we're just gonna dust off the old Modern warfare 2 and here we go infinity ward here's your chance again at bringing us back to glory 
So there's also one thing that no one actually brings up and we all talk about it and actually bring and being someone that works like I work in the software field and it's an issue we have all the time. You could also just be running into the fact that there just are not many good devs out there right now. And they're just putting out shitty games because that's the best work that they got. I mean, yeah, there's a lot I go, more I go, I go out there, I go out there and try to today. I go out there and try to hire people all the time. And dude, there's a lot of shitty developers out well, there that are asking how, how many, for a shit ton of money that don't that don't want to do a lot of work that aren't that great. And sometimes you just get what you get. Like, that, mean, that's you, the best you're gonna have. You hear about these old devs that oh, this this dev team was the original dev team from you know the first Modern Warfare. This dev team was famous at this, and they all leave these big companies to start their own little independent studio. So instead of all these great devs working together on a game, they're all individually trying to do something by themselves with not very good devs behind them. Yeah, well, I mean, they're doing they're, shit like sexually harassing their employees. Like when you're good, you don't have to stay in those shit work environments. You don't have to get crushed down by the EA boot. Um, you because you're like, screw it, I can go do my own game. It might not be a triple A release, but it's gonna put food on my table. It's gonna take care of my families, and I'm gonna be able to do what I wanna do, which is build beautiful games that are really functional and that are that are great, but you know, they're not gonna be Call of Duty, and that's fine. So yeah, you're I talking mean, I think about you're gonna like, run into that more and more now yeah. of you, you, I mean, just take a look at the the guys that built Splitgate. I mean, you, you're talking about a game that that probably was like shit. Halo's out, so we lost a bunch of people from there. But a damn good game yeah. for zero budget, zero. Yeah, my son, my son's still playing that game religiously. And and those are guys that should have probably been pulled into one oh. of the big ones. One, but but they did. They weren't able to one. They probably ask for more money than they're willing to pay them because they're still not willing to pay the salaries that the top people want. And two, yeah, they wanted to go make their own game. Cool, great. That that's fantastic as well. But you don't have the draw that you had before. You don't have the amount of people going into that field that you used to have. There's not a lot of game developers or developers in general out there. And then a lot of them are competing with the top, the other tops out there in the mobile gaming world. So the mobile gaming is fighting for all of these new devs that are coming through. And that job's a whole lot easier than trying mm-hmm. to do AAA titles. And the money is twice as big in those fields because I can launch six or seven games in the span of a AAA title, have all the same in-game purchases for two ninety nine bundle packs that you're going to buy 17 times a day. So now my focus is over there and it's not, my focus isn't on AAA titles. So my question is, is the talent pool just not that great anymore in these AAA title games? Yeah, it's possible. And, 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 we're, and, and we're fighting an uphill battle anyway, like in Call of Duty. That we're just never well, going to get to the top of that peak because I keep getting shot in the back. Well, and I think that, you know, you're onto something. It's, you know, and, and I've talked about it before when I was um, teaching MBA classes and stuff is when, a, when an area gets developed... So gaming is starting to reach like a a full development, like there's full reach. There's it's penetrated across categories now because you've got mobile games, you've got VR, you've got all these other things. It's a mature category. Well, once you have that, the amount of different employers pulling talent shoots up. And so now 
do I want to be a medium-sized fish working on shadows in Call of Duty the entire time and that's all I do and you know I've got one focus and one little piece or do I go be a big fish in a smaller studio and I can run my own teams, do things the way that I want. And you're absolutely right. There's a shit ton of money in mobile. And people always are talking about PC and console. But let's be honest. We probably, you know, unless we're a hardcore gamer that's in front of our PC or our console all the time, we're playing a shit ton of video games on, on our devices now, too. And they're getting pretty good. And those people need devs, too. And if the salaries aren't coming up and being competitive. I mean, you're all, there's only so many devs graduating college and you're right. There's only so many of those that are in the top 10% of their class or that have the talent to be able to um, swing what the, just the logistical nightmare that it is to be able to develop one of these AAA releases now. Yeah. And you said it before, if I'm that top 10%, I don't have to go to a shitty work environment. Like obviously, no. but you know, blizzard has right now and 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 activision has right now so i'm probably not looking at them anyway so we're dealing well, with what we have here we're dealing with the people that are staying and then you're also dealing with uh, you know the work from home issue so the quality of work is just probably not as great as it was before as people got used to that and they run, and I don't know if they rushed the patching or they rushed anything out the door or they had deadlines that they had to meet or they had contracts that they have to meet. Sometimes you don't have a choice but to put out the shitty co- the, the content because the contract comes up and you have to do it. Um, but the fact that they didn't have patches behind it, the fact that they didn't have fixes, the fact that it looks like they didn't know it was going to break, all of that scares me uh, when it comes down to it as a whole. But the core fan base is still there they can write the ship but i think it's going to require them going back to the drawing board and say guys this is a clusterfuck we know it hang in there with us until we can go and fix this and here's what we're trying to do and people like me will stand around and be like okay they're gonna fix it i'm gonna i'm gonna be they said they're gonna fix it they're gonna do it i guarantee it here's the and I'll be disappointed again. Thing, <laughs> from more of a macro standpoint is, you know, it's really interesting because people go, oh, you know, the the sexual, uh, um, you know, allegations and working its way through the lawsuit and stuff. Oh, that's an Activision thing or, oh, it's a Blizzard thing or, oh, oh, it's just that studio thing. Um, there needs to be a bigger push into stopping this good old boy or boys club or whatever the boys will be boys or whatever system you want to call it. Um, because essentially you're alienating 50% of your potential workforce. Shit, 40% if not more of than goal. that now, if not more than that. Yeah. Now. I mean, it's a big shift and the gaming industry and uh, sorry, now we're talking about, you know, big, massive, yeah. like cultural changes, but you know, if there's a big problem for devs, because and I think we all kind of we've all kind of talked ourselves into it, that we agree that there's probably a talent pool issue. And you are the CEOs of these companies going, well, why can't we hire talent? Well, because, you know, 60 or 70 percent of the people that just graduated out of college or these other schools think that you're a piece of shit and you run a shit company and they have no interest in going and jumping in these types of um 
studios anymore. Like I'd rather go over here with the, you know, it's a smaller studio or, you know, screw it. I'd rather go into like, you know, computer graphics building for like, you know, 3d engines and everything else and not deal with that type of environment. Well, and, and I know, you, and you also have the big three, like I could just go to Amazon. I could just go to Apple. I could yeah. just go to Facebook. Like you have those three there that you're also competing with in all of these other areas that have now have their own studio for graphics. They make their own games. They're doing all of their own stuff. So it's like, not all, like you used to have the big game developers were them and the big three right. weren't involved. They weren't Apple didn't make its own games. It actually had blizzard make the games for it. Like back in the day, like they were all on Mac blizzard was their development studio that they had, that they didn't own them, but they're the one making the games for them. And you know, Amazon wasn't there. But now yeah. you have you have New World that's out there, which had a great group of people come through. It didn't stay; it didn't have a lot of staying power, but it was a great first attempt. And now they got so Lost now Ark. you're gonna have yeah, you have Lost Ark that I, when I played the open beta was fantastic. Um, so you've got you've got other things coming out where there's other bigger studios and other bigger massive you know massive companies that can pay people. To, yeah. to be out there and do that. And then, you know, you've got, you got meta now that is probably grabbing up every developer known to mankind yeah. and, and, and just sitting them on the bench just to have them not developing for somebody else until we know what the hell we're doing. Well, and you've got the Netflix studio. That's probably going to be starting oh, up and uh, pushing a lot of content <laughs> out with this Netflix <laughs> gaming <laughs> studio. They've well, got so, no chance. So since you said Netflix, we can probably just jump into the next topic that, that we actually had there since we ran that one for 49 minutes. <laughs> um, wait, 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 did I trip into the next topic on accident? So and not necessarily trip into it, but it's you don't stream. So this doesn't like really hit you as hard, but James does. And I, I've picked my streaming back up um, significantly mm -hmm. over the last like week or two. And I noticed this trend. And I didn't understand how it was allowed to happen first off. And the second piece to it, I think we create, I think COVID created it by accident and we didn't know Omicron? it was going to happen. No, not <laughs> it could have. <laughs> so Twitch now has a new meta. It's not the hot tub meta anymore. We're not ASMR anymore. We are now in the master chef meta. Because oh. streamers are actually just watching TV shows and full length movies with their on their stream. That's all they're doing. They're sitting down, eating popcorn, watching MasterChef. But broadcasting what they're watching. But broadcasting well. it, what they're watching to thousands of people. And there's no DMCA. Have, there's apparently. no DMCA right now being hit. And how the fuck is this going on? Like, who is watching this? Like, the last, like, it's not like I'm, so I tried to think about it. I really was like sitting down, like, okay, let me, let me think about this. Cause one of, one of the people that is doing it is, is the Dan Dangler. She's, um, 
a a Call of Duty streamer. She did a lot of the uh, Warzone events. She's been. Um, it was actually funny. Like Nick Merckx thought she was a, a little boy the oh, one time yeah, he played yeah, with yeah. her and like jumped out of the game because her voice is so high pitched and stuff. So she's doing this, and I'm like, I I don't get it. I don't I don't get like she's not even saying anything. Like we're not talking. We're just watching her eat popcorn, watching MasterChef. A rerun, not even the new ones. Like this is like season three. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, Nick Merckx is doing the Thursday night football thing. But he's commentating the football for the team that he likes. And you're sitting there and he's talking about it. And he actually has people that come on like with with him talking about it. It's almost like so you the have like this type deal. It's like it's like watching your own. It's like when I would go and turn on the radio broadcast to watch the Washington football because I didn't want to watch the national broadcast. Like watching my other broadcast doing it. Okay. But this whole just like watching Lord of the Rings while I sleep. Literally someone was sleeping. Streaming Lord of the Rings I mean, to two thousand people. To no, well, you shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> but to okay. two thousand so, people. But can I? Okay, so someone's got to be that guy, and I think I'm always that guy out of the trio of us. What Shocking. is the big difference between her streaming and him having to commentate? He commentated. I- she just ate popcorn. Do I have to say that it's because she is a female no. streamer? No, I have no issue. Like, I mean, is that, is that Lottie, what we're getting to? Lottie no, does the stream, same yeah. thing. Yeah, Lottie guys, does the same thing for, for esports and stuff like that, and I have no issue with it. Because so, she's streaming okay. or she's rebroadcasting. And guy and a, there are guy streamers doing this. There are guy streamers. So um, uh, okay. XQC. XQC is the one that started. He started the Master Chef thing. So, so that just, she was just the one that I would think we would know the most out of being okay. in the Call of Duty realm. So that I know, I am not like that I was pissed she was doing it. This. I was pissed she was doing it because I was like, I, I, I want to watch you play Call of Duty because she's a beast. Like I don't want to fucking watch you stream Master Chef. I'm not going to say anything ill about the streamers doing this. And James. When I give you this reference, you might go, oh, shit. Uh, Okay, my opinion completely changes. Because I remember in the 90s, a great show called Mystery Science Theater 3000. And it was old, shitty, like, black and white crap movies. And it was the three characters. It was the dude of the two robots. And they would just heckle and just talk shit the entire time. And I thought that show was great. So, no, agree with you 100%. Talk- yeah, they're not talking. They're not, they're not talking through this. They're just watching uh, it. It's like and the other side of that. Rerun on my str- the or, other or, side of that is that Mystery 3000 had the rights to the movies to do it. I think it's just time. But here's what we did. Amazon created this problem because they created the watch party. So you can do this. It was a COVID thing that they did in order to try to get people together. And you can go on and you can create a watch party. Anyone can do it from, from Twitch and you can stream it. And there are groups of, of uh, movies that are available to do it. And I'm assuming the studio had to agree to it or someone had to agree to it in order to do that. So we created this meta of people watching people watching movies. 
And now they're profiting off of the show or the movie. And how long is it going to take before the Master Chef people or Lord of the Rings are like, whoa, whoa, this person just made $1,000 that night. Where's my cut? Hey, like, when are they going to want this syndication? Like, hey, you're rerunning this. Right. Like, where's my cut on this? No, no, uh, you, you know, guys can my... absolutely do that. Yeah, I want, I want, I want my slice of your pie. But here's the, there's a bunch of people coming out. Ludwig was one of the big ones that came out and said something about it. Now he Trout just switched over. Well, I think right. Yeah, he just went. Ludwig just switched over to YouTube as well, which is funny because he got banned the first three days he was there. He got banned all three days on YouTube, which is interesting. Um, so I guess YouTube's banning of what you do on YouTube's a little bit more strict than what Twitch had. Yeah. Um, Am- Amaroth can. Uh, can attest to that. Um, <laughs> but I loved what soda Poppin had to say where he was like, I hope all of them get DCMA and perma banned and just fucked like soda Poppin's not having anything of it. It's and, and I really, I'm just at the point to where like, we're sitting here like grinding on this show, trying to figure out ways to make good content for people and do this. And now we're back to a day of, I'm just going to steal somebody else's idea. I'm going to just watch something with it. And and obviously they have to bring uh, uh they've already created their fan base. Correct. Yeah. But is this really where we're going to go? Like, is this, is this going to hurt Twitch in the long run of like these crazy, stupid metas that they have that just, what, what are we going to do? Are, are, they, are we going to have to pull them out of just chatting? Cause we're not chatting anymore. Are we going to have like like a watch party section now that we have to pull them out of just I mean, chatting? My my initial thought is that they would cha- they would make it so if you want to do a watch party, you you you're you can't sub subscriptions all that's turned off. You can't get bits, you can't get subs, you can't get ad revenue. I mean, how much ad revenue on their are they making? It? Yeah, I, but I mean, is Twitch Twitch and- is Twitch going to kill their fifty percent ad revenue on all of that? No. I mean, I'm not turning their ad revenue off the only when you way, got two thousand people but I'm watching. It's, I think it's the only way for Twitch to protect themselves from the outside trying to. Well, go that's my after thing. It. How is this not DMCA yet? I, I want. I really because want to understand how we're getting the around the DMCA. Indus- only the music industry cares about that, apparently. Man, uh, if I, 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 just, I just don't think they know that it's happening yet. And I don't think it's at the point to where it's so large. The music industry is is. I mean, corrupt in its own it mind and they've been yeah. fighting it for a long time and 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 i understand the fight for the music industry like i can get like my generation destroyed the music industry when we started ripping cds and doing all the like and then we put it online and then we had LimeWire and all and the other napster. bullshit napster came out like we, we destroyed the music industry and just flipped them upside down um and then Steve Jobs came through and was like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to do the same thing Napster did, but I'm going to put it under this massive brand that no one can fight. Like, they didn't do anything differently. No. They just got agreements to it and said, oh, here's we're going to pay you basically nothing. But it was easier for those artists and everything to agree to something that was a reputable brand. Versus True. Although they knew they were going to get no paid. Name. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like it's just going out. It's not, you know. Well, I mean, that no name did fund Facebook. So, like, he did dis- destroy the, the rest of the world on the other end. Yeah. Your uh, actual. So, yeah, I guess I guess the music industry got screwed, and then the privacy industry got screwed by the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was smart, though. He was smart. He, well, uh, he, so, he, was, he was the right guy in the right place with enough so money. 
how long is this going to go on? I mean, I think we've. I think the 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 meta shifts here in my mind have been like every six months. It seems like Twitch has the new thing, so probably I think I think you'll have six months of the attention span of people. And then they're going to want something different and it's going to change. I just don't like, I, I'm just hoping it doesn't stay. Cause it's just, it's even kind of like when you go through and it kind of, and I know a lot of people like them and I don't know why they like them. It's the whole, like watching like you, the solo watches in Warzone. Like now I'm sitting down watching Tim, the tap man, watch someone else play for his co- at least it's funny commentary like he makes funny jokes through the whole thing and yeah. stuff like that and like i can live with that but it's again i i'm tuning in as a gamer to watch the game it would be like me turning on a basketball game and then all i'm watching them is watching them watch the game film like i i don't i don't care about that like i don't care i want you to play the game i don't want to watch you watch the game you played last week now, as a nerd in sports, it actually would be really kind of cool to be behind the scenes and, and listen to that. But that's a different story. Yeah. Once again, that's if they have commentary that goes along with it. Well, what, what we were saying is like, how long is this going to take? And I said, like, mainly, I think Twitch has like a six month rotation on their metas, like how the, the fan base gets gets thrown out. But even even like this was even happening before with Tim, where he would watch. He would jump into a solos match. He would die, and then he would watch the solo match. So now you're watching him watching the solo match. And his commentary was funny, and he's making jokes, and it's it's entertaining. And it actually has actually helped a couple of streamers out there because he was watching them, and they had growth. So it's not like he's outside the game. It's not like he's doing anything there. Uh, Jay God does a good job at breaking down like rotations, how he should have done something and pieces like that. So like, I get what those guys were trying to do. Dr. Disrespect hates it, which I think is hilarious. Like he's like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. I get you. You spend half your time streaming, watching and not playing, which is kind of like where I sit with it. But this whole thing of, I'm going to sit down, fall asleep during a movie have 2000 people watching me subscribing to me and doing all this, like go do that on your only fans. Like, like there's a place for that. It's called only fans <clears throat> handle that. You know, th- there's a place for this. It's not here on Twitch. And it seems like everything starts on Twitch. And then it's like, we got to take this to the next level. So that's the, ne- like, that's the next meta for only fans. We just take it to the next level. Yeah. Just somebody topless watching a movie. Amaroth is probably do it. And I mean, she'll probably she'll probably clear six, seven million dollars. Yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna falter. Nope. If I, look, if I look like if I look like Amaroth, I'd be doing that shit too. You don't? Fuck it. <laughs> not, not, I, I don't. I don't publicly announce my OnlyFans. No one knows that name. Oh. You got. You got to. It says private you invite. Gonna, I didn't know if you were going to have an OnlyFans topless viewing party uh, while you play Farming Simulator. Don't hate on the Farm Sim, man. I don't know why. The even even are, you I'm are not impressed. On it. The graphics are. Even like, you Jay, are impressed with so, it. So for those listening to audio, or or you having to tune in, or you see this later on a YouTube video, Ender Games underscore Live on Twitch TV 
he will stream Farming Simulator, Late Night Farming Simulator 21. Or is it 22? 2022. 2022. The graphics are phenomenal. If you've ever wanted, if you live in the inner cities and you've never experienced what it's like to live out by a farm or be on a farm or see a tractor or know the sounds or, I mean, I'm sure they're probably going to add Smell Simulator to this pretty soon. Jay, I will admit. I think you can everything get, about I think you're, dude, looks you just realistic. thought, you just thought of our next business. We could make the candle scented for each different type. Like we could do diesel scent. We could do different things. So when That's you're in there, or different already, or, or well, wait, we wait, could wait. we could go get all of the different kind of fragrances for each crop that you have. So while you're harvesting, you could smell. It's probably it would probably be a part. This is how dumb PlayStation is. It's probably going to be an attachment to their their. But it only work with PlayStation. Their dual sense controller. You've also you got all these dual senses on it, and then it, it where the little right underneath the speaker on the controller, it squirts out a little fragrance every time you walk by another one of the crops can you imagine can you imagine like like what people would be doing with that like in in grand theft auto like just imagine grand theft auto with that capability <laughs> honey why do you have all i'm just gonna leave it there what's all that on your face nothing i was just playing call of, i was just playing grand theft auto um, why are you in that it, alley <laughs> oh my god how great would it be to smell like what is it like vanilla body spray and then it shoots out glitter <laughs> <laughs> honey did you just go to the strip club no i was playing grand theft auto. i was playing grand theft auto i thought you were upstairs i was why it's <laughs> <laughs> glitter everywhere how did I they even get that the, into the this, controller yeah just just imagine <laughs> like you have to refill it the amount of controllers that were like taken to geek squad like i don't know what happened to this like uh, i'm it's not like, touching bro, that i'm not touching that <laughs> controller <laughs> No, no, you no. can get the thirty nine ninety nine Geek Squad protection, or for yeah. sixty nine ninety nine, you get the extra Geek Squad protection. Yeah. We'll just replace it. Don't bring it in. I don't even uh, want to know what happened. We'll take your word for it. We'll just give you a new one. <laughs> so there's no way to uh, segue into this last thing I, I want to bring up. But as we're trying to bring Ender over to PUBG, and before we talk about the console and happen. PC stuff, he's coming. It's fine. Um, Crafton Games, who uh-huh. develops PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds is actually in the middle of a lawsuit, and they've expanded this lawsuit, and I, I would love to hear your opinion, Jay. Now, the, the basics of it, um, I won't go into all the details, but basically, PUBG Mobile is probably one of the best mobile games out there, especially for streaming. Uh, it makes a ton of money. I believe it's even a higher revenue than Fortnite. When it comes, but as far as the mobile circuit goes, PUBG's at the top. There's a game that came out maybe about a year ago. It's called Free Fire. Yeah, I thought Free Fire overtook them. Well, Free Fire, if you had, if I loaded up Free Fire and didn't tell you, Jay, and I was like, oh, I'm playing the mobile version, you'd be like, oh, this is PUBG Mobile. It looks, the, the, the buildings look the same. It's literally like they stole exact replicas of things, like they copy and pasted. Even the they pan, did. the pan is, is the same. They promote the pan, and the pan is synonymous with, PUBG. It always has been. It's the thing. The winner, winner, chicken dinner. All that PUBG, it's always been. So Free Fire does this. So they sent a cease and desist letter to the Free Fire developers. They ignored it. So now they're suing them. But they've also had reached out for a while and tried to get Apple and Google to remove the game from their store because it's a violation of basically copy and paste game. And they have ignored them 
and refuse to do it. And I'm sure because they're also making money off of this game. So now in the lawsuit, they're suing everyone. So Crafton Games is suing. So I don't know what's going to come out of this. I don't know what happens. But I know you've got a little bit more experience with these kind of deals. What? Wh- how, how do you go in and prove that they actually are ripping off your game? And there obviously is a lot of copycat things out there. And they're able to stay. But how? what's the goal here? So typically for this, the litmus test is is and it's an ambiguous kind of bar to be able to jump over is would a reasonable person be confused like would a reasonable person look at it and go oh yeah that looks exactly the same which according to your description sounds like they have the other piece of it is Google and Apple don't want to get in the middle of that pissing contest, which is why they don't answer at all. They pretend like they didn't. They get the letter and they go, oh, man. And they, you know, they file it, shred it, like do whatever. And the reason for that is because. So here's how it would work is PUBG sues and say PUBG loses. So they they reached out to Apple and Google. Apple and Google shut them down. PUBG is suing them. PUBG loses. Well, now this copycat game can go after Apple and Google and go, you affected our revenue stream. We told you we weren't a copycat game. We proved it we're not a copycat game. Fuck you, pay me. And now now Apple and Google are on the hook for all this money because they inappropriately basically played referee. Apple and Google will never get in the middle of that at all. They want nothing to do with your argument. We will, and Apple and Google will take the appearance, or excuse me, take the position of saying, whatever you guys figure out, we're going to abide by. But you guys need to go figure it out, and then we'll adjust it. One of the arguments from Crafting Games is that by allowing Free Fire on the game, they're violating their own terms of service that, that everyone else is supposed to abide by. So that they're saying that because yeah, this but, game is such a copycat game, they shouldn't have allowed it on. But their so, store. so what? What ends up happening though is that it's a hard ground to break because they were different enough to not trip any of the flags that Apple runs people through anyway. So you're going to well, have enough of too. your code base is going to be different to not trip any flags because they will go in there, and if you're a true copy and paste. Your code base is going to be the same as something that they already have. Right. So, so the other the other challenge that you have is is when you say it's a it's a copy and paste and you know it's the it, it's the uh it, did you change 20% of it um just to be able to make it exist. fit like no and that's an and those these types of cases are really really ugly and incredibly expensive and time consuming. And meanwhile, everyone just keeps making money to be able to fight. And then it's basically a lot of times in these cases, it's whoever's war chest breaks first, which is interesting because in this particular case, they both might have the juice to be able to see this one through, which normally you don't see. Um, I also think the, what, the way they have this structured, and if I'm reading this correctly, like their lawsuit is really open. Like, yeah. like the way they, they like it even says copyrighted unique game opening airdrop feature. Okay, so any game that has an airdrop feature, you're kind of saying, uh, no, that was ours. 
And then you, yep. you, you say unique. It's like, okay, so if it's just slightly different, it's unique now. Is that what you're saying? The game structure in play. It's like, I know a lot of games that are structured in play pretty close to the same that PUBG does. So why aren't you going after all of that? Overall choice of color schemes, material, and textures. So anyone that has a bush that's the same color in the game, now yep. you're going after. Like, you can break these things down and you're like, you might be too broad on this lawsuit. Like yeah, way there, too broad. These, like I said, these lawsuits are always going to be ugly. Here's the other thing: is how long has Free Fire been going, and why didn't PUBG nail them when they first came out? When they first heard about them, like well, six they to did, they uh, did send a cease and desist pretty quickly, and they ignored it. Who else has they but sent why? that cease and desist letter to? Probably every battle royale game that came out since they were came out. Every yeah, single I mean, yeah, it, I don't know. There's a lot of legal precedents and there's law firms that actually specialize in these cases because of how hard they are to prove and how, you know, cause basically the other, the copycat game goes, well, you know, there's a unique air, it, like, like he was saying, like there's a unique airdrop fe feature in, uh, in Fortnite. Did you sue them? Well, no. Why? And you're suing us. Now you're singling us out. And that's why Apple and Google want nothing, nothing to do with this. From, and I mean, I'm looking uh, at the one from my one memory. I believe that there was some sort of lawsuit or settlement between PUBG and Epic back in the day, because I believe from what I remember now, this is before the game came to console J and Ender. You can fact check me here. If you, if you look something up the code. So PUBG runs on unreal engine. And their argument was that the Fortnite, as they were making the Fortnite save the world game, stole the code that was running on the engine that Epic owns, but, mm -hmm. but PUBG, you know, you know, Brendan green as player unknowns is his name is developing this game, this mod, basically he's using the unreal engine. So they have access to seeing cause he's using their engine, but he's paying for it. I, I don't know whatever came of it. I kind of lost interest back in the day, but I knew that he was suing or going, trying to go after Epic, saying that the only reason Fortnite exists is because you stole our formula and our code from your own engine that you developed, but that we are, you know, every, you know, you've got to pay a, what, a leasing or, or agreement, a purchase yeah. right, rights to use the engine that Epic develops. But, and I don't know how how that came, how that ended, but I do remember that, that, that PUBG went after Epic because of them, and, and basically saying Fortnite only exists because us. And that's right when Fortnite started hitting the stride and making whatever they saying millions of dollars an hour. And nobody wins in these except the lawyers, because it's the same thing when Apple and Samsung go to blows, which is why a lot of times these case, these cases never see the they never end up in court. They never do because it's you know it's the whole thing like divorce cheaper to keeper, like nobody wants to get into these things and have a knockout blow. Because it could happen either one, and it's sometimes such a toss-up when you actually get into a courtroom, and you're relying on people that typically aren't gamers to be able to parse through this. It's like when Apple... Uh, oh, God, I can't remember which way it was, but I don't remember if it was Samsung suing Apple about a bevel on their smartphone, or if it was Apple suing Samsung for putting a bevel on the um, edge of their smartphone device millions of dollars later settled out of court over a bevel on a, on a, on a corner of a smartphone, you know, 
and everyone goes, oh, well, Apple owns the rights and that's why they're going after it. Everyone forgets that Microsoft, or excuse me, on uh, the tablets like the iPads, everyone goes, oh, well, you know, I, iPad should own the patents to it because they created it. But everyone forgets that Microsoft actually rolled out a touch tablet years before Apple actually came out with theirs. So And so it's who's copying who, and like I said, there's lawyers that specialize in this, and they make $500 an hour, and they will make more money than I will ever make um, in my lifetime just fighting these types of cases. So uh, it's, funny, it's, funny, it's funny you say that. Yeah. I talk about no one ever really wins. I, I found this article here. It's uh, by Tom Warren on The Verge. Uh, PUBG drops Fortnite copyright lawsuit as the battle ends in a draw. Here it says Korean company PUBG, a subsidiary of Blue Hole, has dropped its lawsuit against Fortnite makers Epic Games. The PUBG owners originally filed the lawsuit earlier this year. This is in June of 2018. Um, they they dropped the loss. They filed the lawsuit alleging copyright infringement, which seems to be very similar to what they're doing right now. Uh, PUBG soared in popularity last year. Epic Games introduced its own battle royale mode in Fortnite with similar features, all built on the same Unreal Engine 4 that was created and licensed by Epic Games. Bloomberg reports that the lawsuit has been dropped, but it's not clear why and whether there was any settlement between PUBG and Epic Games. Yep, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, we just walk away. Now, on top um, of that, both Epic and PUBG are partially and mainly owned, especially PUBG now, by Tencent, which is... I, I don't know if you guys have been see, have been realizing, but Tencent, I believe, what, they're out of China, right, uh, Ender? Um, yeah, but I mean, basically, just been there. constantly buying everything. I mean, I'm stealing everything at the same time too. But the, I think I think the Fortnite to PUBG fight is actually cleaner because you are running the same engine. Yeah, the Fortnite to Free Fire. Or not Fortnite, I'm sorry. PUBG to Free Fire is a little bit different because Free Fire doesn't use Unreal. Well, I don't so know you're... if I don't know if PUBG Mobile uses Unreal. So I I, I don't I, I do they both use Unity? I mean uh, Unity would be the one. Yeah. I think Unity is the one. So I mean, but at the end of the day, it's it's the way they structured the lawsuit. And and the way so the way that that lawsuit against Fortnite was is you took our code and reused it. Yeah. Okay. The way that and that and that one I can get behind. Like if you literally copied their GitHub repository because you had access to it in the background and pasted it in and okay yeah oh, uh, you caught use, us. They do use Unreal on mobile too. Yeah, I thought they yeah. did. So I mean, you have Unity for Free Fire and Unreal for them. So so now you're guaranteed to have a difference in the game. They're not yeah. porting them over. You're guaranteed to have that. So and that's kind now of how their, their lawsuit. But that's that's how their lawsuit is structured. Of like your opening looks the same, your skins look the no, same, they, your no, textures okay, here, look the same. Here I'm reading. Apparently, Unity does make the mobile version. So, but even at the end of the day, it's like. I just looked at the picture of the of the article that you sent. Like, I could say that's Call of Duty too. Like, it's a plane file I mean, flying over no, an island, dude. No, I, I will I will say in PUBG's defense, you you can definitely tell the difference between PUBG's uh, parachute mechanics, their drop mechanics, everything about is 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 nothing like Call. It's but if you're using the same engine. You're going to have a lot of the same feel. 
there, there, there's no way around that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, two, look, at, look at Nintendo. Doesn't let, Nintendo doesn't let anything go. And how many Zelda copy games, copycat games out there are there? True, but you have two of the like, even in Call of Duty, you have two different studios making two games using the same engine. They're gonna feel similar. The engine's gonna run similar to them. They're gonna have those different things. So the feel and things are there. Is it a blatant copy and ripoff? Probably, but is it one of those things where you're going to be able to prove it with a shadow of a doubt in the court that they took everything you did and just slapped it in and didn't change anything? I don't think you're winning that lawsuit. I, I just don't think you're winning it. And I think at this point in time, what does PUBG have to gain in this lawsuit if it's just strung out over six years? Yeah, five I mean, years, three years. Yeah. What are they gaining from fighting this? Staying in Maybe the just make a better game. Like, like at the end I of the day, just beat them they... by making a better game. Yeah. Obviously, this whole thing where you guys told me that their their console game is running smoothly, you're you, you guys are just getting way too old. Okay, to let's smooth. let's switch over. Let you let you go about your grievances oh, here. Jesus. So he says <laughs> he jumped into a PUBG game, but he didn't know. First of all. And I want to put, he's like, the, the toggling of the aim, I was like, you need to change the controller B settings. And he's all upset that this other shooter doesn't play exactly like Call of Duty. He, no, he no, is no, no, such no, no. a, I he said, is such a they have not, shooter fanboy. They have not followed any of the controls that any first person or third person shooter has done in the last 10 years. I mean, I'm sorry. Pretty, plays pretty decent for me. Left on, on... trigger hold down has always been aim down sights, not toggle. Not I've had to change Halo. it to toggle. Ah. All right, boys. As much as I enjoy this, I think we're going the way of the PUBG lawsuit. It's getting drug out. <laughs> no, I'm having the peace out. James is wrong. You are wrong. Right, and guys. if this is what we're we're going to have Ender, to resort to, Ender, Ender will be joining us later to play a little PUBG, and we're gonna no, work I out ranked, and he's 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 coming. I quit before gonna, I got through the gonna, ten. We're gonna drag him through. Done. But thank you very much, guys, for coming out to the episode Last Choice Podcast. Don't forget, we are live every Sunday, nine PM Central Standard Time. You can join me, Jay, and Ender. And uh, if you want to catch me out, I start my streaming back up this week on. Uh, at the JT3, twitch.tv. I know Ender is at Ender Games underscore live. Did I get that correct? On Ender? all the platforms. Yeah. On all the platforms. He's, he's streaming everywhere. I'm just on Twitch right now. And uh, Jay does not stream, but you can catch Jay on my streams as he plays Medic and tries to carry us through PUBG games. And if you really want to be uh, amazed, you can watch Farming Simulator or... Ender, I will give him credit. If you want to watch someone working their way through ranked, that's not one of the well-known professionals. Ender is an amazing person to watch on Halo Infinite multiplayer. He's a great sniper. We've clipped him a few times. Uh, he's a lot of fun. He focuses. He doesn't rage quit and throw his controller across. His teammates Yet. rage, but he stays pretty calm, and he's usually carrying the team on his back even when they suck. But thank you guys so much for coming out, listening to us. Uh, if you're watching or listening to on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about. Have a good night, guys. Bye.